Do it again. 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 If you ask for us to introduce you with a song again, I'm going to throw you in a fucking lake. <laughs> yeah, come to Melbourne. Good luck lifting me, bro. Okay? This is all muscle. <laughs> How we doing? Wahoo! Yeah. <laughs> Don't even be mad. I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. I've just come off a sensational episode of Succession. Um, no spoilers, but. Fuck this show is so damn good. And none of you are watching it. I'm off the back of a I'm watching fine it. I episode of Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, a middling episode, you say? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the uh, season so far. Hey. I've been uh, keeping myself awake play- playing Power Wash Simulator. And that's not saying that the you Power Wash... stop calling it that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're calling it Power Wash Simulator, it means you're not old enough for it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, the actual game, Power Wash Simulator, with the uh, Tomb Raider-themed additional levels. Uh, I've been working my way through those over the past couple of weeks, and those are really fun. And at the same time, really relaxing to the point where I was almost falling asleep. So, recommended. Good game review. Put oh. me to sleep. <laughs> Simon it's, just, it's relaxing. XOXO. It's just fun. It's straightforward. You don't have to think. Well, you know what else is fun and straightforward, but you will have to think? It's our random question of the episode. Oh. I have the little rubber duck up, and I'm going to roll that wheel. Oh, boy. It's, it's is it a duck or a is it a wheel? I can't wait. There's, there's like a little rubber duck. And he's floating around. He's he, oh, he blinks. I thought he, I didn't know he was sent. sent <gasps> Live. Oh no! Uh, click for he's question. Listening. I will click for question. Oh Jesus! Okay. What incredibly strong opinion do you have that is completely unimportant in the grand scheme of things? I'll go first. Chicken salt is shit. Chicken salt is garbage. It doesn't Ooh. taste like chicken nor salt. It's not okay. supposed to. Oh, yeah. Then call it something else, Joel. Yeah. Call it something else. It's like, it's chicken. Sorry, it's like chicken chips. What the fuck flavor are chicken okay, chips? Okay, well, hang on. What's your opinion like on chicken? table salt then? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't taste like a <laughs> fucking <laughs> table, does it? Well have you licked yeah. a table before? Well played. There got we go. It. I guarantee you I've licked more tables than you have. Right? <laughs> okay. You can have that one, I guess. <laughs> and fair. if they all taste salty, that's purely coincidence. That isn't <laughs> like. It's salt to go on a chicken. That's I, what it I, is. I, I legit will not eat chicken salt. I can't do it. It, it just, it's too overpowering. It just t- doesn't taste good. And if anything, it increases the saltiness of it. So it just, it's not like a one for one ratio. You can do like re- you replace normal salt with chicken salt. Because the chicken salt is so much more intense. That and popcorn. Hate popcorn. Uh, you you are a madman. I had popcorn. Popcorn is Who hurt a, you? Pop- <laughs> popcorn, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, the salt. So. it's clearly is... clearly the sodium police. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you ask my doctor, yes. <laughs> Popcorn is a trick by big cinema to get us to pay for more energy more energy drinks. Oh my god. I think yeah. my brain goes all, all drinks are energy drinks. Oh my <laughs> god. god. <laughs> like, if you think about it, you're not you're not massively wrong. It drives you <laughs> out. Why do you want you're stuck in this room and you eat something that just dries you out? Yeah, right. and, then yeah and it's delicious. 
It is pretty delicious. I had a I had a big thing of salted popcorn when I went to watch the D and D movie, and the entire inside of my mouth was just ruined. Like the absolute, mm-hmm. the complete lining of my mouth is just gone. It's just just destroyed. I did <laughs> have time. a glass of water, but a glass of water was not sufficient for the big fucking thing of popcorn I had. Wait, you took a Rookie glass mistake, of water into the cinema? Yeah, we went to gold class, mate. In Perth? We went fucking gold oh, class. Okay, gold class for, the, for the Mario movie and the D and D movie. Oh, oh bloody awesome. well, we'll get to those two films yeah. shortly. But Simon, while I've, while I got you, while I got your attention, what is uh, an incredibly strong opinion you have? I have uh, an unmeasurable amount of them that I couldn't, I wouldn't even know where the episodes, fuck you to do. Begin. I've got so many just completely asinine opinions on like the most random. Of things, and I couldn't name one of them right now because I'm on the spot. <laughs> I've got so many of them, and I know that I do, but I just can't think of a single one right now. Absolutely right, none of them. Well, we're not going to be getting any more strong opinions from Simon across this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Change the dynamic, Broderick. What about yourself? Can I can I save mine? I think mine's coming later in the episode anyway. <laughs> I had the same thought. Ooh, okay, all right. We'll lock and load that. Mine, up. mine will also probably be the inverse of what Brods is. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Joel. Uh, mine's also food related. I think Nutella's fucking overrated. So fucking I agree with that. Fuck off. Absolutely mental. There's, there's way better alternatives to, to There are better hazelnut spreads, yes. Oh, the, I actually thought of one. Totally it is food related because this came up recently, Joel. Yeah. Fairy bread is shit, is my opinion. Fairy bread what? is completely shit. It is just you and, bread. You and Mark Serrells can go live on an island together. <laughs> it is just <laughs> bread with <laughs> butter, of all things, and then yeah, essentially well- flavourless sugar like dots on it, right? I actually thought of a way, I'm going to do this when my kid has a birthday party. There is a much better way to do fairy bread. It's a surprise that I haven't thought of it before. Replace the butter with Nutella. Now fairy bread is amazing. Now see, I'm out. You're out, but I don't care about your shit opinion. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. to make fairy bread that's good. Gar- that, that sounds, yeah, okay, that sounds garbage. Jeez. What? Bron's is... coming in with a, a red hat okay. to make fairy bread <laughs> right. good At again. that point, you don't need the, uh, you don't need the, uh, the cap on. What, what, do you, what do you sprinkle on top of them? Hundreds of thousands. Um, you don't need them at that point if you if you use Nutella. No, but you, you I, understand the, the, I understand the, 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 the colour. I, I understand the colour no, is not. fun, right? That's why like that's part of the thing. But the colour does not make good substance. You would say that just because something looks pretty doesn't mean that it's has its I, substance as an object. This. This, this, this is the food version of his Mario argument. Oh my god. No, no, this is this is Jesse encapsulated in a single point. He's fucking backdooring it in. He's sneaking his Mario. Movie opinion in through a food discussion, <laughs> and I think that some food should just be fun, not, not all food needs to have a deep meaning. And look, if that, I mean, mo- if that particular bread makes a lot kids. of money, I want more bread. Fairy bread's for kids. That's <laughs> also, I'm not, I'm not like when I'm gonna go eat some fairy bread. I'm not sat there going, like, oh, I'm expecting a culinary delight. I'm not expecting my palate to be blown away by a combination of flavors I've I, never experienced before. I, I'm, I'm expecting, expecting something, though. I'm no, expecting I'm expecting white bread, bread with butter. butter and a bit of fucking sprinkles on it, because <sighs> fuck it, why not? Yeah, I'm, at I'm, I'm at that point in my life, I'm at that point in my life, buddy, where I will fucking eat that for fun <laughs> on a fucking Wednesday afternoon, all right? <laughs> That's where I'm at. If you want more than white bread with butter and some sprinkles to keep you distracted on it, maybe stop getting your fairy bread from Nintendo. Okay? <laughs> you're not getting it from them. Got to know what to expect. Oh, man, I'm God looking damn. forward to the second half of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> spicy, spicy. But let's, let's start a bit more subdued. 
Possibly. Possibly. I don't I don't, now I don't know. This could be the Nutella fairy bread um, off the episode. The Dungeons and Dragons film. Now, Simon and Broad, you have both seen it. So the floor is yours. How was it? I really enjoyed it. Um, I watched this the day after I watched the Mario movie. So I had pretty high spirits. I was in a good mood. I was feeling positive. Uh, went and saw it with uh, my D&D group, of course. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was awesome. Like I had such a great time with it. Nothing felt over-explained and everything was all referential within the universe. It wasn't like there wasn't a moment where like the movie cuts out and it's a bunch of people around a table playing or rolling a dice or whatever. It was all just contained in universe. And I really appreciated that. It made everything feel real. It made everything feel like there were consequences and the actions had weight behind them and stuff like that. It wasn't just a, yeah, whatever. It's a bunch of nerds playing a game. It felt consistent. I saw it about 16 hours before seeing the Mario movie and also went with a few of the members of my D&D group um, and very similarly had an excellent time with it. I think it's not a perfect film. Um, I always like to talk about what's sort of like, what is worth, you know, criticising could be better. I think the first third probably had some pacing issues. Um, It was trying to introduce multiple characters, a lot of lore. It, It wasn't bad. It wasn't having a bad time, but you could just feel like it was... Not as well paced as it could have been. Um, not all the characters in the sort of the main cast were necessarily as charming or compelling as others. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So, like, there's this sort of a main ensemble. And I like them all, but I think I liked some of them a lot more than others. Maybe they just didn't get time to really be fleshed out as much this this time around. But overall, the effect I thought was excellent. Yeah. Uh, a rollicking adventure film in the mold of Guardians of the Galaxy in all the right ways, because I fucking love Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm very much looking forward to watching it again. I don't... Uh, Steph, my partner, was sort of interested in seeing it. She's seven months pregnant, so going to the cinemas is a bit of a daunting idea at the moment. So I'll probably see it on streaming next. And at, at two and a half hours, I'm looking forward to, to doing that. I'm looking forward yeah. to like, renting it. Yeah, it's a, it's a longish film. That being said, though... It didn't like when well. it takes off, it really takes off. And apart from being like very fun, um, lots of great action, visually interesting, lots of practical effects like mm. animatronics and stuff like that. There's yes. not to say there isn't CG in it, but there is a lot of like like animatronic creatures and stuff in this film. Um, it's very very inventive. There's a a, a sequence sort of the start of Act 3, I want to say, that is so fucking fun and clever. I was just like, I'm having the best time watching this. This is so much fun. It's like a reverse heist scenario. I really don't want to yeah, give away what it is. That was so I good. Just, I needed to make sure Simon knew I was talking about this. Yeah, yeah. And like, it was so cool and so clever. It, like, it, had all, it had all the parts that I think playing D&D at its best can be. Great characters, having a great time, very fun. The drama's there as well, the heart's there, and just like, yeah, very clever when it can be. I've never played D&D. Always want to, but just never had the right group. Would I enjoy the film still, or is it, yes. or is it really amazing for the fans of D&D? No. Nah. Okay. It cool. is, without being, it, it's a good fantasy movie first. And a great D and D movie second, yeah. So, like, there's a there's a character that sort of comes along for a short stint in the movie, and he is essentially the the perfect, um, like Dungeons Master NPC. Like, if that mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. in a campaign, 
the DM would be controlling him and just be like, yeah, this is what this guy does. Does all of this super cool shit and looks awesome while doing it and then walks away. And that's it. He's like, no, I'm I'm done. Like, I've helped you guys out. I'm trusting you to... Trusting you to keep up your end of the bargain and walks away. And how many, how many bowls are around you? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, only the one, but it is fucking huge. Like, this is... Oh, shit, that's a lot of fairy bread you got in there. Yeah. <laughs> it is almost the size of my head to this bowl. I have so, one of those um, too. For, for audio listeners at home, Simon does have a big head. So <laughs> it's a big fucking I bowl. do. I've got um, affectionately what I refer to as a moon head because uh, oh. I'm <laughs> fucked. <laughs> like no hat fit me. It, finding sunglasses is a pain in the ass. And if you left me out in deep space, I would have my own orbit. I'd have my own center of gravity and it would just be my head. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> you've broken Joel like he's done <laughs> Joel, Joel fucked <laughs> because dude is essentially fucked has ruined yeah, me that's I, great I, I saw the gears turning and Simon was like alright I've set myself up for a joke here what do I do just just fucked mate <laughs> just me head fucked <laughs> it is it is it's so actively good. a problem sometimes I swear when when Simon enters the discord a message comes up first that says dawn of the first day 72 hours from now <laughs> Well played. Well done. Yep. I was God playing Majora's last night, so that was very much in. Uh, oh, yeah. fantastic! <laughs> well, good idea. Play some Majora's mask. Uh, I agree, though. Door. The um, the yeah, you don't need to be a fan of D and D. You don't need to have played any of it. Yes, there are obviously references you will get. Things you you can do the Leonardo DiCaprio point screen and go, oh, 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 I know what that is. Mm. But it's, I'm surprised how little little of it there is. I was like expecting them to say this person's a bard and this person's a barbarian, and they really. Don't do that no, very yeah, much. Just, they just let it roll. They do. They just and like if you know, you know, and you can figure that stuff out. And like well, there was a part in it actually in the last sequence where there's there's a big fight going on and a, a magical thing is being cast and then it suddenly gets cut off when the person casting gets hit by something. I I'm sitting next to my DM and I lean over and go, Is that a concentration spell? And he said, Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, I was like, that's so concentration it's like check. Exactly. He's like, so you like you know these things, but it it does not matter. It just does not matter. And another like really clever thing as well is that a lot of the time when the spellcasters are being captured, their mouths get covered because a lot of spells have a yes. spoken component. Demantic. To mm. And so having their mouths covered means that they can't use their magic. And it's a really effective way of putting that in place. And every time a, ma- a massive spell is being cast, they are saying something, whether it's a little chant or whatever. Most of the time, there's a little bit of a spoken aspect to it and so it it works itself into the film quite naturally and you sort of go oh yeah they've been speaking the whole time they've been doing all of these spells so makes sense that you cover their mouth and they can't use their spells anymore and just just stuff like that there's lots of like really basic D monsters as well that mm-hmm. you know if you have even a little bit of familiarity with you'll be like oh yeah that's a that's a cool creature mm-hmm. to have in there and oh yeah it's behaving exactly the way it should and whatever mm-hmm. else and it all just sort of lines up really nicely and again Good. It's a really good fancy movie first. Excellent D&D movie second. Look, again, being an audio medium, I can ask for a visual spoiler here. So just, I want one of you guys to nod, okay? Is there a really cheesy fourth wall-breaking moment where it, like, zooms out and there's people playing around a table? No. Which which I know, like... I'm I'm happy by that. I know my brother was like, that's going to be the end credit sequence. We're going to... End credit sequences, they're going to be, we're going to see they've been playing it the whole time. All those actors are going to be playing characters in a basement, playing D&D or whatever. 
And that's not the case. It doesn't do that. Oh, it is wow. completely in world. I also want to just quickly say, I really like, I think the villains can be a problem sometimes with these movies when you're trying to get to know characters, especially ensemble. Like I think of Guardians of the Galaxy, one of my favorite Marvel movie, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Ronan the, Ronan the Conqueror, Ronan the Conqueror? Ronan the Destroyer, sorry, is not the most interesting villain, though I like Lee Pace's performance in that film for what he's got. Mm. Yeah. A um, wasted actor in that. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But but that film is more interested in like, this is our bunch of misfits. Let's put them in a in a box, shake them up a little bit, and they'll come out the other side as a family. And like that, it works great like that. In this though, what I liked is there are sort of two villains. One who's the fun villain to like spend screen time with and has a connection to our main characters, and the other one who doesn't, but it's the scary one. And mm. that do- I, I think that works that. really well, right? Like. The two of them have their own roles, and it works. Uh, it works well in the movie. There's a good balance there, I think. Yeah, and it kind of goes back to when we were talking about Quantumania a few weeks ago. How I said Kang should have been that. Yeah, and then um, oh, what's what's mm. the, the little little head floating around? What is Modok? Modok. Um, should have been the comedic relief one, but they should have been staggered and they should have been separate. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, and again, like that in and of itself as well as a D&D trip, you have your, oh, your bad evil guy who comes along and taunts you for a little bit and then you beat him up and then it's like, well, actually, there's a bigger, <laughs> badder evil behind all of this. Mm-hmm. And that's the one you've got to kill. It, it, yeah, it plays into that really nicely. It's really fun. Um, again, like nothing, nothing feels like... I, <sighs> I kind of appreciate the fact that none of it is just too sort of um, abstract. It all mm-hmm. feels like it makes it makes sense in this world because it is set in this world and everything's real and grounded and there are consequences. And in fact, one of the characters makes a point of being like, no, no, this is the real world because mm. it is the real world to them and not, again, sort of removing... That aspect, that fourth wall. Bullshit. Yeah, no, exactly. And it I, get, I really appreciate it. can get winky that. at times, maybe, but it's certainly never. It's not Deadpool. It never gets anywhere no. near that. I think right. with a property that well known, even for somebody who hasn't played it, like I know so much just from hearing about it through pop culture, like Osmosis, you can get winky, and I think if yeah, done totally. right, can be quite fun. Um, and for what I'm hearing, this film's getting some really good reviews, and the word mm. I'm seeing thrown around the most is fun. Yeah, and that's what you fun. want from this sort of this sort of like adventure romp. We yeah. don't get enough of them, but whenever I see them, you know what was a really good adventure romp? Jumanji. Yeah, it was, yeah. Fun. Yeah. That was fun. It was fun. The second it one was, was good, good too. adventure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Welcome okay. to the jungles, or whatever it's but called. But like, that's next, what I want yeah. from this, and that it's sounds good. like I'm getting something along those lines. So I th- I'm very keen. Think the I think the thing those when they're good have in common. You know, they're they're fun. You like the characters. There's enough heart there that you get invested. The action's fun. I think the inventiveness is the thing. It's like seeing something. There's multiple moments I'm thinking of now in in Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. It's like. That's very like, fuck, that's cool. That's clever. Mm. That's not just fun to look at. You know what I mean? It's not just like a spectacle. It's like, that's genuinely smart. And watching it you being executed. You don't get that films. You don't. You don't. No. You don't. And it's, it is really rewarding to be able to go, fuck, that's cool. Like mm. that is, yeah. And not just, it looks cool. It's like the, the, the thinking through of this situation, in whether it's in the moment or planned in advance, is like, that is such a cool thing and so original like that's and that's it and that which is surprising in a movie that's based on a property that's what 70 years old how old, how yeah. many years old? yeah you know what i mean like something like that maybe maybe 50 50 years old but yeah 
Go well, see it. Sounds it. like it was quite a, a celebration of the media. Speaking of celebration, Star Wars celebration occurred last week. And uh, we got a fair few big announcements. I was, I'm kind of surprised how big they went here. Um, look, there's three points I want to um, touch upon. Three of them being filmed. Sorry, four points. Three of them being filmed and one of them being a trailer. The trailer for Ahsoka, the uh, Disney Plus series, dropped. And it looks good. I, I don't know too much about the character. I haven't watched Clone Wars or Rebels. I'm going to, though based purely on the reactions I'm seeing for fans of those shows, who are losing their goddamn minds about Thrawn. Grand Admiral Thrawn, who's being played by um, the actor Lars Mikkelsen, who plays him in the show, which I think is very cool. Uh, mm. Judging from the trailer, this is setting up something very, very big. Has everyone here... Who here seen the trailer? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah I've seen the trailer. I'm what do you completely think? out of the loop. Um, yeah, um, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not blown away. I think there's a possibility that I am also just a stage now where anything that Disney is making, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what Disney's very good at. Disney is incredibly good at marketing the next thing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? They're very, very, very good at it. Every single property that comes out, whether it's Marvel or Star Wars or for, for Disney Plus or whatever, they know how to get people engaged, excited and there for episode one or day one, basically. What I'm not convinced by at the moment is that Disney knows really what it's doing with Star Wars in the general grand sense. Yep. It stuffed up the, particularly the ending of this sequel trilogy. And while The Mandalorian has been very good and Andor is very good, as, as much as we've seen, The Book of Boba Fett was not. Um, no. And I am, I am inclined to... Uh, hold back on my enthusiasm until I see the show. I'll watch it, almost definitely. I, For what I've seen of Ahsoka, I've seen bits and pieces of Clone Wars, bits and pieces of Rebels, and obviously her appearance now a couple of times in The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. Um, I like the character a lot. I think she's very cool. I am a long way away from being hyped, though. As someone um, who's very like known for getting very excited about things, especially trailers and stuff like that, I honestly feel a bit the same because I'm just like, I <coughs> I don't know. Like, I want to be more excited for Star Wars. I really do. Like, I, I want to be there and, 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 and as excited as I am for other things that I scream from the top of the rooftops and whatnot. But I, it's just I'm finding myself harder and harder. I'm like four episodes behind on Mando. And I know that everyone's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's not that great this season. But still, it's like that was appointment viewing for me at a period of time. Like, you know... Midnight launches for Star Wars movies were appointment viewing. That was like that. That was what we would do, you know. Um, and now I'm just like, I watched one episode of Obi Wan. Oh, I watched the, about that. Yeah, that was I, I watched. Yeah, I watched. I, I watched the episodes that I needed to watch of the Book of Boba Fett. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I'm just. I'm. I'm a bit the same. I'm just like, I want to be more excited, but I just. I. This of all things is the thing that makes that makes me the most cynical about something that I have loved before. So it's yeah, that's where I'm sitting at the moment. I'm sort of in the same camp as Broad. I think. See, I think, I'm I'm sorry, partially in that camp. Yes, yes, I'm I'm partially in that camp as well. But on but there is a large piece of me. I'm happy for this group of people, but also so confused. But I'm happy for the rebels fans who seem to be getting like 
the continuation of their story. It's just mm-hmm. so weird that it's all happening in live action now. It's just like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's Dave a weird series like, I'm doing what I want. Like, okay, Dave, you can you can make your stories. <laughs> this is kind of why I'm excited for it. So I, I didn't watch any of the animated stuff. Um but I've been watching the Disney Plus show. So I watched all Obi Wan, just watched the last two episodes, they're pretty cool. Book of Boba Fett completely derailed itself and derailed Mandalorian. And I've got about 15 more minutes of the latest episode of Mandalorian to watch. It is what it is. I mean, they came out as part of Celebration and basically said, the Mandalorian in the Mandalorian isn't necessarily Mando. It is the Mandalorians. So they've realized that they kind of fucked up and they undid all the story at the end of Book of Boba Fett. And now they just they just don't even know where to go with it. They don't know where to place characters anymore. It's cool because we get to see some cool guest stars. I mean, Lizzo and Jack Black are in the latest episode, mm-hmm. and Doc Brown. Uh, mm-hmm. Fuck, who plays Doc Brown? Christopher and Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd's in it. That's that's something. But I feel like the main story arc for Star Wars has been happening in the background in the animated series. And what Mando lost was a sense of purpose. The, the show itself, sorry, lost a sense of purpose. I feel like Ahsoka has that. There is consequence. It is this, judging from the trailer, there are some big things happening. We're seeing the return of the Sith to an extent. We see it's like an orange bladed Sith knight. He looks like fucking Barak Dondarrion from Game of Thrones. He looks badass as hell. I love him already. Um, and we see Thrawn, and Thrawn has been built up so long. I want to see. Is this the next big threat that they're setting up? Because uh, with more movies coming out and one of them connected to the show, they need to set up something big. They uh, need the heir to the Empire to return. They the, need it to be that level of threat. There's a couple of so things. I'm hoping that, this sets it up. There's a couple of things of the problem here, though. A, at best, this can set up to the sequel trilogies. Like it can't go further than that because we know it sits in a place between points that we know. So even if Thor is a big bad. He's only so big a bad as the New Republic was still around and gets to the First Order, basically. But number two, everything you're talking about is Dave Filoni. And Dave Filoni's been telling the same story with the same characters since Clone Wars. In through he Rebels. Has a new hat. <laughs> he but, does. But I mean like I mean like Ahsoka's been there through Clone Wars, Rebels, and now into this live action thing they're doing post uh, the original trilogy. Thrawn was in Rebels, right? Bo-Katan was in at least Rebels. No, definitely Clone Wars and maybe in Rebels as well. And like all these characters, the the thing, the problem for me, I think, is the Mandalorian, when it was the story of Din Djarin and Grogu, that's when I was most into it because it was also different. And then over the course of it, and the, okay, strong opinion that no one else agrees with me on, that doesn't mean anything. I hated the season finale of what they did in the season finale of The Mandalorian Season 2 when they got Luke in to no, do Deus Ex Jedi, right? Because it yeah. undercut Din Djarin's storyline to shovel in fucking um, fan service, right? To have Luke have a moment because people were piss, pissing and moaning he didn't have that in The Last Jedi. And that gave me the shits anyway. But then all of a sudden, it's fucking Luke Skywalker again. We cannot yep. get these I fucking Skywalkers. I'm so glad that he's dead. He's a Thank you, Rian Laundry clothes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Holy sh- I know. Look, I know we've gone on Star Wars rants a few times in the last few episodes, <laughs> but my God, I'm passionate about it. I completely agree with you on that. 
the worst thing for Star Wars to do is to is to cave into fan service because over the last ten years or so, Star Wars fans, myself included, have become the worst people on earth. That is not an opinion. That is a fact. Also, and Simon, fandoms, I realize in general I, the worst. Yeah, well, Simon, I realize I dropped a really good joke at the start when you said you're not into Star Wars, and I worked out why. It's because when people who like Star Wars see your head, they say that's no moon. Uh, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, it's Thanks just for listening, everyone. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I've, I've been out of the loop with Star Wars for a bit. Like, I haven't kept up with any of the TV shows because I refuse to pay for Disney Plus because I think, fuck Disney. But also, yeah, it's just one of those things that nothing's really sort of grabbed me. However, I did see the most brain dead take I think I've ever seen on Twitter. <laughs> and that's really saying something. Yeah, stop wow. Going and my, stop going onto my page then. <laughs> <laughs> so someone someone retweeted um, like the, the video of Jack Black and Lizzo. <gasps> yes dancing or whatever and so on, and they like quote retweeted and were like oh you know star wars isn't for the nerds anymore you know we used to get bullied for being star wars fans now it's liked by popular people who laugh at nerds and it's like no Do we're you... laughing at you you fucking loser lizzo and jack black were not the cool kids at school yeah, yeah. if you, they if weren't you think the bins no. or lockers <laughs> yeah if you think lizzo and jack black were the ones putting you in a fucking locker maybe you deserve to be put in a fucking locker <laughs> he was that that guy was that that dude was that far down the food chain yeah <laughs> <laughs> you kind of deserve it at this point <laughs> i like how he bitched about being picked on and then twitter's like you're the one for today yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, congratulations no, you deserve it <laughs> Yeah, Very like, rare that I, I agree, but yes. <laughs> I love Star Wars. I uh, Sorry, I'm going to rephrase that. I like Star Wars now. I used to love it. <laughs> but it was the fandom that killed it for me. Look, oh, yeah. Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. is one of the worst things I've ever seen. But yep. that was a result of the fandom, I think. And mm-hmm. it was, oh, it was them reacting to... Um, uh, the Last Jedi, which I I have very strong opinions about. I really liked it. it I can was, understand certain awesome. complaints about it, but I think a lot of the complaints were uh, definitely came from a bad place or something. Mm-hmm. And it's that really a- that muddied the water. They didn't know where to go with it, and they tried to just give fans what they wanted, but the fans didn't know what they wanted. I have a unique and then concept. In doing so, they just absolutely torched the whole thing. So, if this is a piece. Of the puzzle, that's just on the right path because you know paths are made of puzzles. I lost myself in that, um, setting us towards a new norm for Star Wars going forward. I'm okay with that because I would love to see more Star Wars films, and kind of in the same way that we all try to forget about the uh, prequel trilogy, and then only a few years later, you know, appreciated them. I would like to do that with Rise of Skywalker. I can move on to Disney as long as you guys can. But does it have well, to be that's, movies that's that's Jedi? Disney. But I mean, I don't think I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit here. But one of the movies tells us they cannot get away from yep. the that's stuff exactly in the past. Right. Like the, the yep. where that where's actually to go in the future, the unknown. Oh, let, let's let's roll into the movies. Yeah. We sort of already mentioned. Well, let's just go back a step actually to the Dave Filoni film, um, which will apparently close out the whole New Republic storyline, tie up the stories from all the Disney Plus shows. So that's Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and Ahsoka. Um, this will be the Thrawn film, I imagine. Cool, but I'm also very tired of Disney saying, hey, watch this show to get ready for this film. No, just let me watch the fucking film. Jesus yeah, Christ. It, get, it gets old. <laughs> Do you remember when really we were talking old. about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? I talked about how Marvel, the MCU is not special anymore. 
That's yep. my feelings about Star Wars too. Star mm-hmm. Wars used to be special. We got one movie every three years for a decade. It would go away for a decade. It would come back. You know, we'd rely on games and books and and extended universe stuff to sort of keep us satiated. N- now it's there's so fucking much of it, and it's all apparently important, and it's of varying quality, and it's just it's not Star Wars isn't special anymore. It's just not yeah. special anymore. It sucks. Yeah. I, I think that's part of the reason why I've sort of fallen off from it is just because I don't have the time or the energy or even the fucking interest to keep up with all of this because the Star Wars universe wants you to, you know, watch every TV show, you know, wait for every after credits scene, et cetera, Mm. et cetera, for everything. And then the MCU also wants the same level of commitment. And then, you know, the, the DC cinematic universe is going to be asking the same thing. And it's just, I don't care. Like I, I'm not, I've I've got limited time and I want to play video games. Just let me play video games. And if you've got a cool looking movie, I'm going to go and watch a cool looking movie. I'm down this for it. This is why I think a movie like Dungeons and Dragons is so important. Because exactly. It's, it's, it's just, just a, a good movie. Off. I have, I know people talk about franchise fatigue and they normally talk about, you know, you have franchise fatigue with MCU or Star Wars. I have franchise fatigue as a whole. I'm sick yeah. of film franchises that require extra. Don't give me fucking homework. Exactly. Let me watch a film and turn my brain off a little bit. The only one, I, the only exception I can think of is, well, lately, is John Wick. Because I don't need to know anything. You could go watch John Wick 4 and not have even heard of the John Wick franchise, and you'll be caught up in a few minutes. He likes to kill people. All right, I'm in. <laughs> Three and a half Easy. hours of this, let's go. I but don't think these are of- all the gross examples, though. Like That's the fourth, there's a third sequel in a series, the fourth movie. Dungeons and Dragons might be their first movie this decade or this century, but they've tried it before, and it's a it's you know it's a big deal. Dungeons and Dragons is a well known brand. Star Wars, Marvel, Mario, you name it. Everything that's coming out the cinemas is based on something else. There is no Indiana Jones this year. We got another Transformers movie coming out. Fucking Guys of the Galaxy three, which I am excited for. Don't get me wrong, but like there is very little coming out. Everything, every wall at once was a big deal last year because it was yeah. a fucking original idea mm. for the first time. It's the greatest movie of all know, time, so All you fine. need to know to enjoy that film is life. Have you lived <laughs> you any life so far? Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll appreciate this. There's one, no though. one and to say it's not like the books. There's no one to say it's not as good as they it was in the comic books or whatever, you know what I mean, or in the video game. It's just, it was its own thing. That's like a, a fucking rarity now. I'm waiting for like the graphic novel of Asteroid City to come out, and oh, it's also going to be in Fortnite. It's like the only way you don't understand this goddamn Wes God. Anderson film. Yeah, I, I think I think it's sort of that level of gatekeeper keeperiness, I guess. Mm. And it's one thing when it's coming from fans. It's like, oh, you can't be a real fan. You haven't read all seventy-seven special editions of the comic and wiped your ass with them. Simon, just head, heads up, your vocal um, cover just fell off. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, <laughs> let me fix that. <laughs> But then also, yeah, you don't have the franchise itself gatekeeping you. Because if I want to go and watch one of these Star Wars movies and I have no context for it, I want to be able to enjoy the movie itself. Yeah. It's like reverse gatekeeping rather than keeping you out being like, no, you don't know enough about this. Like, they're just like, here, no, you need to watch all of this. They're just piling books into your hands and say, no, once you get all this, you can can come in. You can come in. We just want your money first. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, yeah. speaking of, that, that kind of rolled in nicely to the next film. Um, directed by Shamin Obeid 
Shinoi, I've definitely pronounced that incorrectly, I apologise. Um, this film will see Daisy Ridley return as Rey um, in a story set 15 years after the disaster that was the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> uh, it will focus on rebuilding off the new Jedi Order. Now, I just want to be real quick, though, Jesse. Jesse, sorry. Uh, Rey who? Uh, Rey nobody. Rey nobody. Nobody. Rey Skywalker. Nobody. No, 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 no. She's a, she's a Palpatine. Blood, bloodline, she's but, Palpatine, no, but, she just, but she decided to be Skywalker. True, though. true, true. I know. I'm just, you know, because you either have to be one or the fucking other in this universe. <laughs> exactly. And herein lies the problem we're going to get into, I'm sure. Uh, I, I like the idea that Skywalker is just like Smith. Like if you went into some sort of like <laughs> the Star Wars equivalent of a Safeway and they had like you went to like get like smokes and they have a picture of, a, of an ID and you know how this normally says like, you know, John, John Doe, John Smith, whatever. It just says like Jane Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the default there. Um Okay, starting off with the cool part, I'm really glad to see Daisy Ridley return. I I yeah, actually I really agree. like Ray as a character. Yep. I hate what they did with her character, but I really liked her as a character. So seeing her come back and I think hopefully creating the character that she should have been so she can be as beloved, as I think, as the character deserves, it does suck that we're never going to see um, uh, Finn. That's never going to happen. The story no, that, that was like no. with Finn will he never, ever happen. <laughs> yeah, John Brega um, is out. Done, so. <laughs> yeah. He's done. And fair call. Yeah. And old mate, um, uh, Dameron. Johnny Hotpilot, what's his name? Um, he's, what a, I don't know, he'll play of a son in this film. I don't fucking, I don't fucking know. But this, this makes me tired, this one. I, it's such a big time skip as well. It, mm. Do you remember they kind of set Poe and Ray up as having a little something going on as well? Could yeah. they be together in this? Oh. Movie? I really hope, I hope so. They can have a little Skywalker of their own. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh God! Um, I you, you're saying but he's you know been possessed with the ghost of Kylo Ren. And <laughs> fuck that film! Why did they kiss? <laughs> John, John, like their brother and sister in lost kissing. <laughs> oh my God! John John Boyega not coming back is disappointing, but not a surprise. I am shocked. Mm. Daisy Ridley is coming back. Like, I'm yeah. I'm yeah. shocked. She's obviously, it's it's sad to say, I'm going to guess, I'm going to be cynical about this. Yeah. Her life post-Star Wars, career-wise, is not going as well as she wanted it to. And yeah. just the money was too good. I don't That's... blame her. I think no. I think every actor is entitled to a paycheck. And I have no problem with her doing that whatsoever. But to me, it does suggest that she would rather have not been Disney there. Good. And um, and mm. she's had to come back for, for those reasons. Which I'm is wondering. not the most creatively interesting reasons for someone to come back to a series. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering if part of the reason why her post Star Wars career isn't going as well is because the Star Wars franchise fucked over her character development and didn't let her be as good of an actress as because she absolutely is. Any film you tie her to, or any of the unfortunately, more, at least most of the actors um, associated, associated with those films. You turn them into any other property, and people will bring up their Star Wars characters and mm. just use it as a chance to dogpile onto them. And that's what. That's why I gotta hate the fan base so much at times because fucking just let it go. <laughs> let yeah. it go, guys. Come on. I've drunk enough between now and the Rise of Skywalker to completely forget it. There's a part with <laughs> a dagger. I know let that. Let the past die. <laughs> Kill it if you have to. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My God. All right. The third film that they announced is legitimately the most excited I've been for Star Wars for some time. 
Directed by James Mangold, who is currently directing the uh, soon-to-come-out Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Bad name, but the new trailer looks pretty sick. It's described as a, quote, biblical epic set 25,000 years before any of the Star Wars films or television series released so far that would explore the origins of the Force. Star Wars, and the they'll Passion still of the Christ. find a way to put the Skywalkers in the fucking movie. <laughs> they will absolutely find a fucking way because all Star Wars is is three planets and the Skywalkers. That's all. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not such right a now. shit band. Three planets <laughs> and the Skywalkers. Like, okay, this is something I'm sick of. And I know there's that whole joke of it's like every planet in the Star Wars universe is one thing. It's the city planet. The forest planet. Yep. Whereas, you know, Earth has multitudes. You could land in one yeah. place and like a volcano. Star you Wars has biome worlds. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I also like how each planet has one city on it. So they're, they're <laughs> the yeah. Mandalorian where they have to defend the city from some pirates. And Old Mate calls up whoever f- for help. And says, I'm worried that if the pilots take the city, they'll take the planet. What do you mean? I'm sorry, but if an alien spaceship came down to Melbourne and said, hey, we're taking Melbourne, people in Singapore wouldn't give a shit. No, okay? see, I think I think the planet is kind of like Western Australia in that like it's a mining it's a, it's a mining it's a mining state. It's like the vast majority of it is just desert and there is just one sea that anyone gives a shit about. I mean, WA, I mean, no one gives a shit about Perth. But mining, <laughs> mining, mining in Australia does have a different job of the heart. That's true. That is Top true. That Gina, you fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, they're coming in like the new characters they're introducing to the Mandalorian is uh, Moff Reinhardt, um, that is coming in. To- <laughs> Enemy of a show. Yeah. Enemy of a yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, what like a little Scott Morrison, um, salacious <laughs> crumb. Look. <laughs> 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 This probably have to yes, climb a crystal will, in they... the Galactic Senate, saying this is <laughs> this is good. This is our friend. One of my favorite memes to come out of the last few years is how um, good's pod apologies, racing. Apologies <laughs> to everyone who doesn't live in Australia and doesn't know our politics. Our former prime minister, massive cunt. Now said that <laughs> twice in the show. Um, last last time was because of Star Wars as well. It was that dude handing out portions. Um, he was our prime minister for ages, and then he started swearing himself to all these other roles. Mm. And like, to me, that seems really illegal, but it seems to just been like a oopsie daisy. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, the amount of memes I saw of him saying "I am the Senate" was so good because <laughs> he was. was literally doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he put yep. in more yep. hard yards than Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep, and somehow looked worse. It was crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited about. I was like, yeah. Uh, no, I was gonna say I, the, the 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 thing I am excited about about this um this project in particular is the James Mangold aspect of it because the stuff of his that I've seen I've generally really enjoyed because um, that the Wolverine uh, well, he I mean, he did fucking Logan so like oh it's, Logan's oh, great yeah Logan's great. so like Logan's awesome and so mm. I think he also did the other um. The one where he goes to Japan, oh. where Wolverine goes to Japan, which is the okay. Wolver- the Wolverine. The yeah. Wolverine. Uh, I, I believe it's called Wolverine Goes to Japan. <laughs> the name is much clearer if you call it that, at least. <laughs> Wolverine Goes to Japan. Um, yeah, which I, I, I enjoyed that as well. But, I mean, like, Logan, like, that that set a bar for, uh, like... For film. For film yeah. and for, like, a comic book movie. So, mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, that's what I'm excited for, that maybe he can bring a little bit of that spice to Star Wars. I don't know. But the thing that's gonna be the most excited for it, and yes, look, they'll try and they'll there will be so many shitty little Easter eggs in this. Yeah, there'll be a primordial like, Skywalker, uh, there'll be a primordial yeah. Palpatine, there'll be a primordial I want it's like know, it's like Jack the Legend of Zelda. Hutton. You know, they just keep reincarnating <laughs> Ganon and Oh yeah, demise, let's go. <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> a, a Star Wars galaxy prior to lightsabers. Are we gonna see like an early lightsaber? Are we gonna see Yeah, it's a sword. If this, if this, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> God. <laughs> if this film was literally a journey about making the first lightsaber, I would be keen. Has everyone here played Fallen, um, Fallen Order? Yeah. Star Wars? Yeah. 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 yeah, it's pretty the dope. It's a cool moment. where you make your lightsaber, it's quite different to what they could do here. But I found that to be one of the most touching and like emotionally resonant scenes in a game for a while. I really pretty enjoyed dope. that. They could do something similar here. I, I, I would enjoy it. And also like, What's 25,000 years in the Star Wars universe? Is there going to be that... There may not be that much change because they're already that far ad- advanced. Are we going to see, like, a, a spaceship? Are we going to see pod racing, but it's like Flintstones? Will it say... come at the bottom? Will, oh will, will, will the title scroll to, yeah. say, like, a long, 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 long time ago? It's going to be in Papyrus, It's going to be in Papyrus font? Mixing... Two of Joel's favorite properties, Star Wars and Avatar, in an unholy amalgamation. <laughs> I like one of those things. It's Avatar. It's Avatar. It's Avatar. No, no, we know it's you Avatar like one of those, too. but we still haven't decided which one. So, which Star Wars film is the one you like? Is the one you mm. like? Yes. Just, the, yeah. the Star. The Star Wars. The, the Star Wars. <laughs> the Star, Star Wars goes to Japan. Fucking make that movie. Let's go. I'm. I'm hoping that this, you know, primordial <laughs> Star Wars. Thing. It's just it's just gonna be a docuseries. It's just gonna be Planet Earth. That's it. It's <laughs> David Attenborough's narrating yeah, the whole thing. The best thing that ever happened. <laughs> I know I'm the the buzzkill on tonight's episode, and it's not gonna end here. My my problem, <laughs> my worry, my concern, I guess, is that the stuff that's interesting about Star Wars at the moment, the stuff that's breaking through that interests me, was like the Mandalorian, which for a long time didn't involve Jedi, very much does again. But it didn't for a long time. That's why I liked it the most. Andor, which we've not even seen a fucking lightsaber, let alone anyone use the force in it at all. And he's been superb. But between Dave Filoni finishing off his series, which is going to include Ahsoka and, you know, Sith or whatever. This, which goes back to see the origins of the Jedi and the Rey story, which is like building the new Jedi Order. The Jedi are fucking shit. We need to move on from the Jedi. Both Sith and sick of Jedi. Absolutely. I'm sick of of them, but they will never give up on them because they are as much brands now to Disney as the term Star Wars is. The the light side and the dark side, the Jedi and the Sith, that is very fucking important to them. It's like the Hogwarts houses, being able to choose which one you are and which one's cooler, red lightsabers, green lightsabers, whatever, right? That's all part of why it works as a property for them, so they'll never give it up. And yet, yes, I see. And yet, Jesse was gesturing towards is that luke's lightsaber by the way it looks like luke's return of the jedi lightsaber from here well you see you keep talking shit on star wars and i have opinions on that okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) i actually have the exact same one jesse it's it's my it's my favorite lightsaber design i have it as well um the but the problem is we've i think i thought 
the series was getting to a point where it realized the Jedi are kind of shit, at least the ones that we met in the prequel series, and maybe it was time for something different. Maybe they'll do that, but my feeling is they'll just always continue with the Jedi Sith thing. And, I, and it's just, I just need, there's so, there's so much more potential out there to do something else. They've proved that with Andor. They've proved that with the good parts of The Mandalorian. Why do we have to keep going back to that well? Who here yep. seen Andor? Yep. I haven't finished it I've, yet. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Would you guys agree that that is arguably the best Star Wars they've ever made? I think I said it myself. It's not my yeah. favorite Star Wars, but I think it's the best Star Wars. I... Of, of all the things that they've released in the last 15 years, that's the most hype I've seen people for Star Wars because it was a story told... The Star Wars universe is fascinating. Mm-hmm. It is incredible. The Star Wars stories they give us within that universe are boring. It's Pretty To me, shit. it's the equivalent of if an alien came to Earth, I would rather learn about like animals and people than religion. <laughs> and that's what we've had. The force is in itself you know, the it's a religion. And I just I don't care about it because oh I'm a bit I I, I could get real heavy here, but I'm not going to. But you can make a lot of shit up if you want to. <laughs> There's little consequences or anything, like, oh this happened because it's Yu-Gi-Oh rules. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. this happened, but you see, you didn't know about this thing. And because of that, this dagger is a key. It's also a Melways. And like, <laughs> it, it just, it, it, everything's Deus Ex Machina. I think it's Stop also just me like, give me realism. the term, the term star, like Star Wars, right? Let's just think of that, those two words for a second. Star Wars has always just invoked the like, the, the lightsabers and the laser guns and the spaceship side of things, right? It's yeah. the heroics and yeah. the adventure. Don't get me wrong. Fucking love the original trilogy. When it does that stuff well, it does it great. Love it, love it, love it. What was great about Andor is it remembered to maybe look at the war part of war rather than like the flashy part of war and talk yeah. about like what it actually means to have a fascist dictatorship take over the galaxy. Like, what does that look like? What and does it look like to start in, um... a rebellion to push back against that? And how does that actually work? How do you get that ball rolling when you are being chokehold by this fascist regime? And like, it is so fucking good because it is more than just it's it's more than just Star Wars. It's relevant to. It's a great story that is relevant to humans and our lives. And it's, um, I don't want to go back from that. I, I'm having a hard time going back to the pew pew zoom zooms of it all. <laughs> I'll still take that Rogue Squadron movie, though. If I, will, I would take that, actually. Yeah. Yes, I'll I take that really Rogue like Squadron that. movie, please. Yeah, and, I would and, take that, actually, as well. <laughs> and, having, and having said that, like, I was listening to um, Barrett Courtney from Kind of Funny's preview of um, uh, Jedi Survivor. And I'm gonna play the shit out of that oh game. God, it it sounds so fucking good. awesome. So, but they've also yeah. got me very invested in those characters. After the th- they did a really great job with that story. My boy Cal. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Should have been. Should have been fucking Cal Kestis coming at the end of season two. Of Mandalorian. Damn straight. If it had to be a Jedi, then yeah, it Cal. Ha- yeah, it should have been Cal. Would have it's been funny. fucking perfect. It's funny though because you know how just a few moments ago you were saying before that Jedi is as much of a brand like selling mm-hmm. point as the name Star Wars is itself. Notice how you guys just called it Jedi Fallen Order. You didn't say Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order or any That's of that. That's the thing. It's it is just, its name, technically. It's it so is. weird. It yeah. is. Exactly. It's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. But you got, fuck the Star Wars bit. It's Jedi Fallen Order yeah. and it focuses yeah. on the cool. But to be fair, I, I called that because it's quicker. It's yeah. That's also, also yeah. completely fair. Yeah. But Nevertheless, also, my point remains. We brought up Andor before. The other um, Star Wars property I, I adore is Rogue One. 
Mm. No Jedi is. Oh, Kill Rogue all. One was I'm, awesome. You know what? Rogue One's great. Yes, okay, in the films, yes, they're fascist, whatever. I kind of get where the Empire's coming from. Get rid of the Plus Jedi. Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn. I think that's the most fascinating read on... That's the most fascinating read on the prequel trilogies that the Jedi are pretty shit now whether mm. now it, they shouldn't oh, have been the new the republic shouldn't have been replaced by fucking nazis but they had they had their stance. own they had <laughs> i know controversial get me banned on fucking youtube no this will um <laughs> the but that the jedi are, do need to be looked at and criticized and learnt from and go they fucked up they done fucked up they got comfortable Jedi's the jedi they were religious cops exactly they sucked and they needed to go. Not the way they did, but something needed to change. But, like, it was effective. Like, at Order 66, it got the job done for the most part. Apparently took it didn't. Took there are so many Jedi oh, who are so still fucking around. They, what are you talking they about? Fall, they full freeze it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've killed all the Saiyans. No, look, Let's about move that, on. Buddy. Before we go about Star Wars anymore, let's go into a, a topic that I'm sure will... Fill us all uh, with joy and bring us all together. But before we talk about the Mario film, the Super Mario film, I want to personally apologize to someone. Someone I don't agree with on many things. Chris Pratt, your voice in this film actually worked. Yeah, I've I'm been giving yeah, you I, shit. Simon, wait, I, give me a second. I'm on I'm on my pulpit, sir. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking from the heart here, mate. It's hard for me. <laughs> no, Chris Pratt, look, you're a prick with most things, I reckon. But, and you, you just, I don't know, you look at like somebody I wouldn't get along with. But your voice in this film, it really works. And I, I, I like that the film drew attention to it in the first minute. Really well done. But Chris, you, I, I tip my hat to you. It was yeah. good enough. <laughs> yeah, I fully agree. There were absolutely times where like the effort that he was putting in just kind of dropped and it was just Chris Pratt talking normally. And I was like, oh, there it is. But it but worked. It was like, but it was only a couple of times throughout the movie that that really sort of made me go, whoa, hang on. For the most part, it worked really well. And I, I know that we were sort of expecting this, but Charlie Day just absolutely... Well, before we get into, before we get into our review, <laughs> let me just set, set it up. Simon, you're full of beans at the moment. Okay? I am. You've eaten too much fairy bread in, in your bowls or whatever you're doing, okay? <laughs> you're full of that Perth water. Yeah, I um, am. Mario film came out last week. We've all seen it. Uh, much anticipated. It is making making serious bank. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. Broken before records. Before we even get into it too much, you, there's no doubt you've probably seen the, uh, the Discord online. Critics hate it. Fans seem to love it. I, I, is- think, that's, I think that's overstepping it. I think yeah. the, the problem with Rotten Tomatoes... <laughs> Is yeah. that it? Anything under a three is seen as, or anything under a three point five or two point five is seen as rotten. So, like, if you're giving a two Ooh. out of five stars, right, that's considered rotten. So, when you do the, the, the rotten tomatoes, are the fucking worst for this, right? It's, it yeah, gives it's, an it's unrealistic honest. image of what people are saying. Now, I'm sure some critics do hate it, but I think some people are, think it's okay. But it's nothing worth writing home about, and that comes up as a rotten, right? Ron, and I so, feel like you have the hottest takes in this film, so. I'm going. I'm, I'm going last. I cannot go. First I'm gonna. I'm, 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 I'm gonna hold you off there because I yeah, want to start yeah. with a sweet story, Joel. Yeah, you had a very sweet story with this film, right? You're seeing yeah. this film. Do tell. Yeah. So I like. I, I went and saw it 
the day it came out with Kyron, but um, I had that was sort of like a tactical viewing as well, um, because my original my, my my grand plan was to take my son for the first time to the cinemas, um, and yeah, I did that. So I, I I took him on on Good Friday, and we went the first session in the morning, and we'd been talking about it for like two weeks of like just preparing him we watched the movies episode of bluey like and we talked about what like you know in the cinema you gotta sit down and you know you gotta listen and be quiet but if you need to go to the toilet please tell me and we'll go straight away and you know and we can have some you know some chocolates or some popcorn Wait, this, and i was asking him what he wanted is this the view with chiron yes <laughs> yes um yeah my son was fine he was okay with it um but yeah uh and so, like, I had this big build-up to it, and I, I honestly didn't know how it was going to go, um, but he loved it, and he was great the whole time. He went to the toilet twice uh, and told me both times. He's like, Daddy, I need to go to the toilet. I'm like, sweet, let's go. So we'd go down quickly to the toilets, come back in, um, and just he was mesmerised at, at, at a few things probably, like, you know, the fact that he got to have chocolate for breakfast on a Friday morning. Um, <laughs> the other was the fact that it's probably the biggest TV he's ever seen in his entire life. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, a really good point, actually. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's true. Because, like, well, that's how, that's how like, my wife explained it to him, was like, oh, it's it's just like a big TV. So, like, you know, you, you sit down and you watch this, like, a big screen. Because uh, apparently he asked if he could watch Bluey on my phone, like, if he, like, if he got bored sort of thing. And... And she was like, well, no, it's like a big TV, so you're going to watch something on the big TV, so you don't need to watch something on Daddy's phone. He goes, oh, okay. Um, and then the movie itself, he was loving it. Like, I, he didn't, like, react strongly to things. He was just, like, absorbing everything. But, like, afterwards he was, like, talking all about it, and he's going, you ask him if you say, what does Mario say? He goes, wow. And you're like, it's, it's, it's adorable. And... And he had his little Yoshi toy. He was sitting there with that, and he it was it was great. It was it was honestly, if you can get a get get a kid, go to the movie. I just, I just find one. I just be very feel. careful with that advice. Be very careful. <laughs> no, no, we heard, I, we heard him Joel speak right into the microphone. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm just putting it there. It's up to you. But yeah, no, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> grab any old kid. It's up to you, I guess. So I, I, I didn't Don't say anything bad. Take him to a film. Yeah. Okay, like, go to the yeah. movies. Get a popcorn, it's great. Get a kid, um, take him to a film. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Experience it through their eyes. <laughs> I found a four-year-old, took him to see Green Knight. We were all good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> took, uh, took this three-year-old I found the other day. Uh, we went and saw Infinity Pool. Um, so <laughs> that child I cried more than them. Stand for you, though, isn't it, Jesse? <laughs> oh. um, Toxic masculinity Simon's back <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But yeah Honestly it was Yeah it was It was so good I just kept looking over at his Like every Every few minutes And just like Seeing if he was okay But also like Was he enjoying it And then after that I was like Did you like that And he's like Yeah And he's like And I like this bit And I like this part Where this happened And I was like Yeah that's That's great That's awesome So I'm Obviously going to be Watching this a lot more times When it comes out so uh, it, on home media, but this film brought smiles to children's faces. Just really building up for Broderick's part. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, shit all what, over. What it. I did like I about have this film, no fear. Before <laughs> I, I give a into, shit. Before we get into the film itself, 
it was really strange being in a cinema because we went and watched it in the afternoon on a Saturday. <coughs> um, the cinema was full of full of kids, as you expect, yep. and I hate with a burning passion when I go see a film that's more adult. I guess I'm I'm going to bring up John Wick again. Probably a really poor example because there was no kids in that Terrible, in, terrible in that example. Fine. Um, crimes of the future. Um, oh but you have, you have kids in the cinema. And it's like, why are you here? It's clearly because I, I, I get it. The parents couldn't have them to look after them. I, I totally understand that. But there's part of me that's like, please, please stop. Please. Yeah. With this, it was different. I was in their world, Okay. So when they were cheering and they were talking and laughing, I didn't care. I'm like, look, I will play along with this. This is good. Hearing that many kids genuinely like in awe, like cheering on at the end, like, you know, when like Luigi finds his courage um, and cheering for him was really cool. I, the first film I ever saw at cinema was Babe Pig in the City. Okay, <laughs> a fine film. But if if Mario could have been my first, you know, yeah, I saw in cinema, I'd be a different person. I'd be happier. Yeah, my life. You would be. Look at me. I'm Jesse Pig in the City. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do, Pig. That'll do. <laughs> Karen, what did you think? Uh, look, I had a I had a blast of this film. Um, again, I know we're all. Getting towards t- towards bro. Don't make it about me. me. Don't make it about me. Just talk about no, I'm just saying. It's like circling the drain. The, the more I keep thinking about it, the more like everyone's got all these opinions, and I was just like, I had fun. Like it's got plenty of problems, and I'm not going to, you know, argue against that. But I just didn't care in the end. I approached it like I approached a Mario game, and it was just fun. Yeah. <laughs> Simon and colourful. I loved it. I went in with pretty low expectations because I was expecting. I was like, oh, the Illumination, they do the Minion stuff, there's going to be all sorts of just cheap, crappy slapstick and, you know, ha-ha-ha, point-and-laugh kind of moments. And there were some. There were a couple, but none of it felt too cheap. Like, it all felt within the spirit of the film. Uh, I was also, you know, expecting Chris Pratt's voice acting performance to really pull me out of it. And again, he didn't. He did a pretty okay job. I was very impressed with Charlie Day and Anya Taylor-Joy, and of course, Jack Black. Oh, Jack absolutely, Black and Bowser. Oh, absolutely yeah. nailed it. Like, what I had Seth Rogen, though? Oh, just that moment where... <laughs> the, they, they just take just that moment, just that one moment, for Seth Rogen to do a Seth Rogen laugh, yeah. and it's just Donkey Kong laughing at Mario, and then that's it. And then we just move on from that. I Seth Rogen that. didn't do anything. It was just Seth Rogen. Did, it was just Seth Rogen. Do what voice really stood out to me? Fred Armisen... Doing his best yeah. Cranky Kong, which turned him into, um, what's his name from Kirby Enthusiasm? He turned into Larry David at one point. <laughs> he did, yeah. It just that reminded was me weird. Of, I thought I he that was really, really, really didn't like that performance. Yeah, didn't that was, yeah. Like, cranky cranky. Didn't like Not that. a bad that- performance, just weird casting. Mm. But also, like, there were so many little references and, like, just tiny little, you know, two second, five second, even ten second, like, nods at things and i was like ah yeah like when luigi's phone starts ringing and it's the gamecube noise that was awesome and i was like ah that was great love that um you know and just just all sorts of little bits and pieces in there that i absolutely adored especially considering i am 
genuinely a, a lifelong Mario fan. No. I think... <laughs> what? I know, right? You've Crazy. always been our Xbox guy. What are you talking about? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from the guy who, when, when they came up with a new Switch room to buy, he said, harder, daddy. <laughs> I didn't think you heard me say that, but next time I'll double check my microphone settings. Live rent free uh, ahead, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it was, it was really, really fun and just a overall good time. I think the critics... Rate, rating it so low is because chances are there's a fair few critics that don't know Mario. I feel like if you are under the age of like 45, you know Mario to some extent. You will enjoy this movie. To be fair, I think most critics are under 45. I somehow on, doubt that. Online, I think a lot of them would be. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Mm. What, what, what? It's not. It's not Margaret and David at the cinema. <laughs> are you, are you sure? Because I feel like it is. <laughs> they would have had a blast of this film. <laughs> broad, uh, broad, we'll leave you to last. So I'll, I'll give my thoughts mm-hmm. on the film. Um, I'm not a big Nintendo fan. Not a big Mario fan. Fan. I haven't played many Mario games, but there was enough in this for me to smile at so many little things. When I watched this, I had the same feeling that I had watching Detective Pikachu or even the Sonic film, where. I can appreciate criticism of this film, 100%. But this is literally fairy bread for the soul. I'm getting a sugar rush from watching this <laughs> because it is nodding at all these things that make me happy. I had a dumb smile on my face, start to finish. And thankfully, it, my face didn't get sore because the film only goes for an hour and a half, which yeah. yep. needs to be the new norm, please. I understand the plot is non-existent. The character just- development is non-existent. Things but I've just never happen. played a Mario game expecting anything more than that. Mario exactly. games I play for gameplay and just for the visual spectacle of the the fun of it. Exactly. I feel like not. We have been treated with so many high quality animated. I'm not going to say animated films because animated films aren't all kids films. I'm going to say kids films. So many high quality kids films with really deep, important messages in them. But it doesn't mean that every film needs to be that. Some of these films just need to be a movie you can take your kid to see for the first, like as their first film. They don't have to understand the deeper emotional, societal impacts of the film and what it's all got to say, which again has its place. But I think these films also have a place as well. And it's just been put under a bit of a harsher uh, lens because it's, it is a video game property. Therefore, it carries particular weight to different people. Uh, I had a blast with it. And look, if, the, if, if adding plot meant it went, went for longer, I'm glad there was none. Yeah. Doesn't need it. And that was, again, something that I actually really enjoyed was that there wasn't too much in the way of, like, deep exposition or anything like that. It was, okay, go do the obstacle course. And, you know, this time with a power-up. And it's not like, well, what what is what are all these power-ups? Why do they exist or anything like that? It was just, oh, look, they just exist. I just roll with it. Yeah, they just exist. Just, these bricks float. These things eat. Eat a mushroom. Cool. You made a fire now. Sick. Let's cool. go. Go. Let's, yeah, exactly. Like, it was just fun and just a bit of like, oh, look, we'll, we'll gloss over the details. They're not that important because they're not that important. Right just... now, Broderick looks like the end of Rogue <laughs> One where you see that light, <laughs> that red lightsaber light. He's <laughs> <laughs> the red lightsaber. <laughs> Broderick. You're off the chain. You're off the chain, chump. 
Go for it. <laughs> Guys, this week I saw a movie that brought a treasured franchise back to the big screen after an awful first attempt last century, and this time redeemed itself by faithfully weaving in its most beloved iconography into a heartfelt and thrilling adventure that left me hungry for more. But enough about Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Hey. Boom goes the dynamite. That's for you, Dave Chen. Um, so, I you am are, also... Like, you put so much effort into that. It's going to be real shame when I edit all that out. <laughs> 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 and it's literally dead air for 45 seconds. See, <laughs> um, brother, I have to go. My planet needs me. <laughs> um, I am also a lifelong Mario fan. I My first game I ever remember playing was Super Mario Brothers on the NES... I have finished all of the 2D Marios except maybe Super Mario, New Super Mario Brothers 2 or something like that on DS okay. or 3DS. The yeah, one with the all the gold, well. the gold coins. Yeah, I don't DS, know if I ever finished yeah. that one. Yeah, that's fair. I have played, finished, and 100% completed all of the 3D Mario games except for Sunshine because I'm not a big fan of Sunshine, but everything else. I love Sunshine. I love Sunshine. Not okay, for me. Well, glad someone does. But like I like I would consider myself if I am if there's any type of game that I am best at, that is my favorite genre, platformer would be it, and it's because of Mario. Love it two bits. Look, going hearing this movie is being made, trepidatious, worried, hoping they could do a better job than Sonic did, because while I think that that's a fine movie, the Sonic first Sonic movie. Uh, the fact they brought him into the real world is completely unnecessary and, like, why yeah. not just lean into the stuff that makes Sonic Sonic? I agree. I was really happy when I saw where they were going with this. Again, trepidatious around some of the casting. Agree with you that Jack Black was awesome and Charlie Day was awesome. And I even agree with you that Chris Pratt wasn't bad. Hey. Yeah. He was but right. like Not friend of the show, but ambivalent of the show. <laughs> <laughs> as trailers came out... I got more and more excited because it looked great. It definitely seemed to be authentic to the brand in a way that I was really looking forward to. This wasn't going to be the 90s, 90s Super Mario Brothers film yeah. with Bob yeah. Hoskins and John Leguizamo, a film that I do quite enjoy in its own completely it's demented way. But So bad, it's enjoyable. But it's not. But it's not I, I actually don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's just a terrible Mario movie. Right, like it is not the Mario Brothers. It's some Mad Max weird <laughs> sci-fi dystopian ripoff thing that has Mario splattered in there. But for what it is, I have a soft spot for it. The movie starts this new Super Mario Brothers movie. I went to a two p.m. screening on the Wednesday, so I saw it as soon as I could by myself. Um, actually, before I talk about how the, oh, I'll start. I'll say as much. The the opening bit, the first section, like. The lights come up, it's set in that like winter ice world area, and then you see the first bit of fire from Bowser's ship, and then the Bowser's airship theme started playing as part of that oh, opening yeah. music. And I was like, okay, maybe this is at least... Because I was a little bit worried because I'd, I'd seen some of the, the things. Everyone was talking about how great it was, how fun it was, how the references and Easter eggs are there, but I... Uh, uh, me uh, doing the Leonardo DiCaprio point at the screen thing is not enough for me. I, I For me, I need a movie to have something else. Do you know what I mean? It is a storytelling medium. It isn't a ride. I do like it when there are things that are exciting and fun to look at in a film, but it is not all that should be there. And it is not a game because I cannot play it. When you talk about playing like Super Mario Brothers and there's no story, well, yes, because it's a game first. I don't get to play this. This is a story. It needs to tell me a story. 
So I was a little bit worried about that. But when that opening bit happened, and I heard that Bowser airship theme. I was like, maybe this is going to be a Tron Legacy situation for me. Maybe I'll love it because I just love being here so much that even though it has a crappy story, it won't matter to me. Anyway, before I tell you how things went from there, I'll tell you about my kids' experience with this film. It was a little bit different to Joel's. And I do and I do appreciate Joel's, by the way, because Joel's, I totally get what you're talking about. I think that's awesome. Good to have such fun time with your, um, with your son. It's a very specific scenario. Like it's, it is. I, and yeah, I, and like, I appreciate that 100%. I would never take that away from you. I'd never I really take like, anybody's enjoyment really from like the film the whole, away from like, you. Joel, I really like glad you had like a, a beautiful, loving moment with, you, with your <laughs> son, like a bonding moment. However... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the experience I had was I was watch, watching the movie and there was, there was this, kept being this weird buzzing type sound that kept happening. I, I was trying to figure out what it was. It was like, is one of the, the speakers busted? It seems like every time he gets loud, this happens. And then eventually I figured out it wasn't a speaker. It was three fucking 15 year olds in the front row who were huffing something out of balloons. Doing and nice. I had to. Thanks, baby. And I am not. I am someone who I, I, I couldn't handle. A kid's laughing and having like running around him. I'd be fine with it. I think, what is a kid's film, right? This was not on. I, in the dark, am a pretty scary, beady black man. I came up and told those <laughs> little fucks to get the fuck out of there. I was going to get them arrested. And they left, which was great. Um, awesome. They were gone before. I don't fuck around at those movies. I really, really fucking hate that sort of shit. Anyway. There's, there's I'm trying to enjoy my kid film. Say- Fucking oath, say, fucking oath that's, mate. That's an episode. They snuck in, into. That's an episode in future we could do. Is just like Broad's Tales of the Cinema. Oh, I've like, got so I've many. many they, so they, they, yeah, like, I am cursed. I am cursed with bad cinema goers. Like just every, they're always around me. Anyway, it's so tricky though. Like to their defense, like them trying to huff, huff whatever they were doing. I was trying to try tie a, like a rubber, um, bit, bit of rubber around my arm. You can't find the vein or anything like that. Um, anyway, so my initial reaction was like, okay, maybe I'll just enjoy this because I love the the franchise so much. The truth is, I got real bored real quickly. Like it, I think the opening bit when they're in Brooklyn. Are we talking spoilers here? By the way, can we talk spoilers for the movie? Let, let's, say, just... let's say spoiler free, and then we'll get into spoilers because I, okay. I do want to talk about Brooklyn. I, th- I, I think we know yeah. that it's like they start in the real world and they come to yeah, Mushroom yeah. King from the trailers yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. The opening yeah. stuff set in Brooklyn, I was actually pretty into in a big way. And basically from the moment that Mario arrives up until pretty much the end of the movie, there is, there's, there's not just a little story. And I, I, I want to set the difference between story and plot because there is a plot, like there is a, 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 a there is something happening. There is a goal to be achieved. But there is no story or character or theme or anything. This doesn't need to be Coco. This doesn't need to be Inside Out. This doesn't even need to be The Lion King, the first film I ever saw at the cinemas. It just needed anything and it has zero. And then what it doesn't have is then all you're left with is lots of things that I recognize from games I've already played multiple times that I love, but it's all stuff I know already. Then you've got awful choices in song selection for things that aren't from the Mario Brothers movie, of which we found out later, of which we found out later, we're replacing actual already scored and produced music that's on the album. The most notable exception being the one that's on when they're coming into the Donkey Kong country world, Donkey Kong world, an absolute fucking banger of a track that alludes to a lot of awesome Donkey Kong country score that gets replaced by spoilers for the movie for a second. Take me on, take on me. 
that stood Talking. out like a sore. What? Yeah, what why? Why was that film chosen? I can assume it's because it's a recognizable and b cheap. Because there is no yeah. other reason that should be in the movie. It's cynical as fuck that it's in there at all. Same for all the other music choices they have. No, if they're not, I, I, they're not cynical, they're already massively overused in cinema, right? All of them, yeah. basically. Totally agree. Number two, yes, it's a kid's movie, but we've come to appreciate that kid's films can also have still be genuinely funny and genuinely well-written. This was neither. There is not... A particularly funny moment, neither in the slapstick nor in the dialogue. There's fucking barely any dialogue. Chris Pratt did fine because he barely had a job to do. There isn't hey much guys, for him to do me, in this Chris. movie. It's legitimately though, he doesn't have to act. What part is he what acting is involved? The lines that are in there, I swear, I was like, is this the first Hollywood film written by Chat GTP? Like, it is so bare bones. It's like someone put in the, Mario, the details to Mario and said, spit me out a script because this was so poorly drafted. There's this idea that Shigeru Miyamoto hates story and I am 100% convinced. He's a producer on this film. He hates story because there is none in this movie. Sorry, I don't need... The look I don't on Simon's need... face right now. Have hey, you seen that meme of that really concerned guy on the phone <laughs> in the car park? That's Simon's <laughs> face right now. Like, he's like, no, no, no it's more... me yet. No, it's actually an emergency this time. Please. <laughs> Pick up the no, phone. It's, it's... <laughs> No, my, my facial expression is more along the lines of trying to match up with what my brain's thinking. I want to disagree, but I really can't yeah, disagree no. with you on <laughs> that. Like, because I all agree with what you're saying is correct. However, my yeah. brain has covered it all with sugar to taste delicious. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, wait, I want. I feel like I should be disagreeing. At this point. But I can't. <laughs> at this point, I think for all people who haven't watched the film yet, I think you can understand our feelings towards it. So I think it's probably safe to go into, into spoiler territory. So... Here on, listen at your, your own uh, at your own risk. If you are going to ch- uh, you know duck out here, do follow us on on your socials: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. At Stormont AUS, give us a like. Spotify, iTunes, look us up. We've also got the Dark Options podcast, which is more gaming focused. Go check that out. But your final warning: spoilers from here on in three, two, one. Spoil away. Oh, I'm still going. Cool. I don't know if I've got spoilers yet anyway, but I think this is just a general to me. It's what's disappointing for me as someone who is not just a Mario fan, but a movie and story fan. You know, I've, my podcast has been about long form television storytelling in particular, but we talked about The Last of Us not that long ago and obviously extremely different properties, extremely different t- target demographics. But one of the things we talked about in how a, the story in that is already sort of set up to be for a TV show or if like a film adaptation, it kind of was already a, a story with a game attached, but it still had to adapt. And a lot of the choices that were made, some people like, some people don't, was choosing to adapt to the medium. And that is the challenge that any, any property that's adapting to become a film or a television show has to make. And this film failed the challenge to do that for me. It didn't adapt Mario to the movie. It just brought... Everything we already know, everything that Mario looks like and sounds like, and made a 90-minute cutscene of, like, things happening. It it didn't adapt it. It's a bad movie. Is it a better Mario movie than the original 90s movie? Yes, because it's authentically Mario. Is it a better mm. movie than the 90s Mario movie? I don't think so. That is that the film has, we've had in the show. That, that, is, is, that, is, that is a movie with a million problems, but it's a fucking movie. And it adapted 
made some awful choices, but still adapted to make it a movie, a recognisable story with characters and dynamics and arcs and just anything like that this movie just does not bother doing. And I frankly was really let down by it. Damn. Okay, well, we're going to edit that all out. Steaming. Um, <laughs> so let's just, guys, we just need a clean cut from this point. Ready? Three, two, one. So, Broderick, I can't believe how much you like that film. That's crazy. <laughs> and honestly, I'm surprised how well the tattoo is healed between now and you seeing it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic. It looks, it looks amazing. It's a shame my mic cut out and I wasn't yeah. able to. I'm not going to do it again. It was just, I'm like, I'm exhausted from <laughs> praising it so much. I think all your criticisms are correct. I, I, I completely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. This film is the death stranding of cinema. Because I <laughs> loved it, but if you say it's the worst thing ever made, you're also correct. Okay. I, but, I but Death Stranding was going for something. Like that's got ideas in it. <laughs> like ideas, just you know, gotta say Brooklyn. Gotta <laughs> gotta well, That's an idea. Gotta it's an idea. Super Mario Bros, how they're super together, gotta split them up for the whole film. Can can tell me someone tell me just like I, I'm being honest here. I'm, I'm just really interested. If people can do this for me. This is bait. Like <laughs> no, I hate this so much. Give me a theme. What's the theme of this movie? Fun. Well done. To well fair, done. There, I feel oh like there was almost there was almost almost one almost is not one, but go on. I don't know. That's what I mean, though. That's why I yeah. do agree. I do agree with a lot of what you're saying, even though I still enjoyed the film. Like. There are, there are definitely, t- when I was watching this movie, I'm like, I feel like there was something just cut from what mm. happened between there and there. The biggest one where it really stuck out to me was when they first get to the Kong kingdom, right? Mm. It's like, you yeah. have to fight Donkey Kong. And then he is fighting Donkey Kong. Like immediately, I'm like, okay, well, was it, there was, surely there was something in between there, right? <laughs> I think well, before that, the one that stands out to me is when Mario arrives at the castle, meets Peach, and Peach. This guy is just ro- rocked up to a castle out of nowhere got while real she's horny for Mario real quickly. <laughs> and then, but then mean, she's like, she just goes, "Okay, you're coming with me. Let's do this obstacle." Co-. Like there is no, you know, movies normally have connect. That's you know, it's really funny too. I was sitting next to some actual fifteen year olds, some other fifteen year olds who weren't huffing fucking nangs as well. <laughs> and when Move the movie up. was over, <laughs> they were they got up and I was I just heard them talking because we we're all waiting till the end credit sequence. And one of the kids was like. He was saying to his mates, like, it just didn't have any, like, you know, the the scenes in between. And I was like, you mean the connective tissue? Yeah, it had none. It had none of. And we started a conversation. And they all they were all feeling the exact same way I did. Like it was, it was, it was fine in a lot of senses, but it was like all the bits where there should have been, I don't know, tension between our characters who are getting to know each other before they get to like each other wasn't there. They just start mm-hmm. on an adventure together. There's no place that like, there's no reason that. Toad, I don't know, Toad could have had a little storyline. My brother came up with this on the fly. He hasn't even seen the movie. Toad could have a storyline where he wanted to be part of like the Toad guards at the castle. He'd always wanted to be one, but just... No, see, see, Jesse, you said, ooh, like that's special. This is fucking the basic, most basic story ever, and they didn't include it. He wanted to be a, a toad that was part of the castle guard. He wasn't allowed in for some reason, but over the course of the movie, proves himself to be a brave toad and then becomes Captain Toad at the no, end. Oh, my God. Character, what a fucking- and I'll tell you the story of this film. I'll tell you their purpose. Let me just finish my drink. Spike. <laughs> Spike. Spike actually had a purpose. Yeah, was just- I fucking loved Spike. That was great. That's such a great little... Little the moment. blue shell guy. What's Mario's <laughs> journey? Just got to get back to Brooklyn, bro. Got to find his brother. <laughs> Next, go get his. <laughs> 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 Mario's biggest arc was in this film. 
His biggest arc was he doesn't like mushrooms and he had to learn to eat mushrooms. That was his biggest Look, growth moment of the film. Hey, that was funny. That's such that a clever pun. Okay, give, me, give me more. Give me more characters. Uh, no, no, before we move on, Jesse, I want to go back to, just since we're in spoilers, you said he, he wanted to get back to Brooklyn. Uh, there was this was the one time when I was watching a movie. I'm like, he knows what he's doing, right? When he le- he's leading the massive bonsai build yeah. back to the warp pipe, I'm like, you know that goes back to to Brooklyn, right? Yeah, you came through that pipe. Are you trying to nuke Brooklyn? Do you hate Brooklyn? <laughs> I'm gonna fix that. Does, I'm gonna does fix Mario that flooding problem. Can you imagine Brooklyn? if the film ended with that scene? It's gonna get real dark real quickly. <laughs> what was that film that uh, there was like a like a rom com or something like that years ago? And the final scene is the guy looking out the window of a building and you realise it's September 11th. What film am I thinking of? What the fuck? Uh, it, was, it was a rom-com. Oh, not a rom-com, maybe. Literally, it was a, the it was, camera yeah. zooms out the building and then you see a plane coming towards it. It's like, I can't remember what it's called. That's oh, no, is, it something, is, it, is it close and incredibly loud? Is that it? No, is that a different one? No. I thought that was about that. That might have been probably about 9-11. I, I, yeah. I have, Could you imagine I if this film end, like not ended, but like it goes back to Brooklyn and you see somebody like flicking through a newspaper <laughs> and it says 2001. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. See, my, my brain was thinking of that scene in, I can't remember if it was Modern Warfare 1 or Modern Warfare 2. Oh, my God. Um, where you're, <laughs> you're in the plane and the... The it's nuke two, goes isn't it? Off. I think it's two. Yeah, the big nuke. And then the nuke goes off. The nuke is one. Oh, okay. Oh, is that yeah. one, is it? Two is no Russian. Nuke is yeah. the first one. Oh, okay. I was gonna, yeah. I also they both had their game. controversial moments. Nuke was Louis, one. Luigi's yeah. arc in the film, he's a, he's a coward, and then he learns not to be for no particular reason. Toad <laughs> is just a good bro. That's um, not an <laughs> arc. That's a straight line. An arc <laughs> suggests that there is like a journey taking place. Peach. How old Peach before I say anything? Who the fuck knows? Um, yeah. Okay, I'm going to assume she's over age. Peach just wanted to get that mustachio dick, okay? Because as soon as she saw rides. him and saw that bulge in his little his little overalls, she was well, like, yeah, all right. The first like, man she's seen. If I go, if like, I go yeah, to Buckingham exactly. Palace, okay? Now, I right. know the Queen's dead, so let's just say it was a few years ago. I go there, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, Queen, I need to go do this. She's not going to be like, oh, come to my underground... <sighs> I don't know, human hunting pit or something, whatever she has. That part didn't make any sense how she, she no, saw him and see, straight away she's like, yeah, let's go do this. I, I feel like you're kind of... You would know the royal family. Missing, me, missing the point there, which is that she is the only human that she's ever known until mm. suddenly yeah. there's some fucking but short, mustachioed plumber mean, man running at her and she's but, like... Oh, the fuck up. There's another up, human. Yes, but there's, a, there's another human. I get like, that. Well, oh, yeah, you, you say that, but when did the story, when did the movie do anything with that? Exactly. Yeah, oh, that, that's totally the one. Didn't. Plus, and that doesn't mean that she has to trust them straight away. That did bother No, ab- absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when they know that their kingdom is under threat. Like, they have no reason. She has no reason to trust this guy for a second. She's got no reason to take him along. Uh, she's got no reason to be going by herself. Why is she not taking any? Because she's badass. She's and the coach it because she's badass. All the Martians are annoying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want. and also, also traveling with an entire entourage of you know royal guard toads probably would slow her down. It's much quicker to just travel alone. Um, but Simon, yeah, it's Simon needs to convince you so bad. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I don't. It's fine. I you better. Those checks under- from Nintendo will stop coming. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Whatever. I've I've got enough saved now. I don't have enough saved. Nintendo, please love me. Um, <laughs> 
it's it's one of those things that like yes i totally understand where you're coming from where it's like yeah well she shouldn't just trust him immediately because oh my god it's another human but also you're overthinking it i feel like from the point of the fact it's it's a kid's film she's gone no i hate that i hate that 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 excuse that one is the one that grinds my gears the most because I, we fucking know at this point that children deserve better than that. That is insulting to children. I'll that insult they, children, you think gladly. That, 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 <laughs> yeah. this, that, that excuse is being used as Enemies like, it's podcast. just a kid's film. It doesn't take that much work to just do the work. Just do a little bit of that work. That's all I'm asking. I'm just asking for them. I've seen kids entertained by shaking keys, okay? <laughs> right. But <laughs> this is also... a colourful shaking keys. And okay. look, it worked with but me, baby. He's going to recruit Do you genuinely believe, do you genuinely believe that this film is just for kids? Because all the marketing no. and the fact that every white 35-year-old man I know has gone to see this movie, look at this <laughs> podcast, for instance, suggests that that <laughs> is not fucking... I'm, I'm 28. Is... Thank you very much. <laughs> but that is not fucking true and joel as an example what is tattooed to your ankle yeah i have a i have a tattoo well well, for stars i do have a a one-up mushroom on my wrist but i also have a um the pixar lamp and damn straight now that's the you know we know those are often kids or at least family films but they can reach a high level we can expect more from that kids can expect more than that also Joel, what did you tweet out a warning to parents about today, letting them know that something was on TV, I believe? Oh, Bluey. Bluey, right? Bluey is a fucking oh, kids film. You can't compare it to Bluey. Bluey's kids, the top, kids the TV. Top yeah, Bluey, Bluey just fucking outclasses even most adult media these Bluey, days. Bluey, so. yeah, correct. But Bluey is, first and foremost, kids I'm media. So this idea yeah. that yeah, it's just for kids or ignore it because it's a kids movie, I think is just way off base. I think it's a I, lame excuse. And I, I am. I will be the first to jump and say, yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I, I, tr- I really don't like using that. Oh, it's just a kids' movie as my main crutch as why I like this movie. My main crutch for why I like this movie is, is I'm a simple man to please. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and if you dangle some keys in front of me, I'm gonna have a good time. Don't so, I've never like, looked at shaking keys like, oh, don't have enough pathos for me. <laughs> Like, <laughs> what's the story behind <laughs> this key? I'm like, Where yeah, that's that's Rob, that, that, that's, you gotta that's remember, my. But- you're on a podcast with some very very dumb people. <laughs> just like, and ultimately, that's the thing. I would never take anyone's anyone's enjoyment from it. Of it, I am actually very excited to doing so well because there's a lot of Nintendo properties I would like to see yeah. turned into film or TV. I'm less optimistic as to how like the higher. quality of those now. If you know what I mean, I think if this is the the stand they're setting, then that's a worry, especially because it's been so successful. At the same time, though, it also feels like this is this is like the Iron Man of video game movies in the sense that, yes, before Iron Man, we had superhero films. They came out here and there and they were varying quality. And then Iron Man happened and sort of this. The snowball of the MCU started and we got really treated to great quality superhero films, both with the MCU and outside it. We've already mentioned Logan tonight, right? Like we can maybe start to see a bit of a video game boom about to happen, I think. I think you're going to see every studio is going to start buying up properties left, right and center to turn them into things. Nintendo, I hope they can farm it out to someone else other than Illumination. But like I hope that they can make their their Zelda movie and their uh, Metroid movie one day. Um, and that's exciting that we can get some stuff, but I need 
I need more than this if we're going to keep Look, doing see, this. I, I th- I, th- I think part of part of the reason why I'm also pretty forgiving for this film is I I do wonder if on some level they were just like we just need to we just need to make it authentic and like yeah right like I agree and I think now that they've done that work my hope is that when there is future Mario movies which yeah. is inevitable you know that Donkey Kong movie is coming you can can yeah. you can start marking your calendars hopefully now they'll take that part more seriously i mean i won't get my hopes up too high not for no. the, not for the mario centric stuff maybe but um maybe wondering yeah. if they were if they will fix the terrible error of having yes. donkey kong be cranky kong's son no shocking no, shocking no. law oversight that i think Awful. i think dk jr's gone man he's gone you gotta <laughs> he's accept dead. it he's just fucking dead and <laughs> he's buried been a, he's somewhere he's been erased from the canon he's gone I, I always thought dk jr was dk and cranky was the original donkey kong from the arcade nice. games so cranky was... kong yes is the original donkey kong from the arcade games and then donkey kong jr is the current as it were donkey kong's dad oh, the fucking so, nerds you know I know, yeah. Uh, so, so the current Donkey Kong talking is Cranky about. Kong's grandson. Yeah, we're talking up, about Jesse. the Kong family tree, Jesse. Jesus yeah. Christ! And it makes it's called law. Sense. All right, just because you don't understand. <laughs> all right, world <laughs> building. Can I just say, actually, really quickly, I can't believe Chunky Kong was in there. Yeah, <laughs> of oh, all the other Kongs, I was like Chunky Kong, but there was no Funky Kong. What the fuck? No is Funky, that Kong? Funky Kong was Funky Kong. Funky Kong was referenced. Funky Kong after the uh, he's but in the no back. Lanky you can Kong? see the 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 uh, surfboard on the picture on the wall mm. when mm. I, they're having a completely irrelevant scene that's you know extremely what? unfunny. Um, the, before the they Easter go to the carts. <laughs> The first thing I really lost my mind at was like in the first scene. I was like, "Is that fucking Glass Joe from Punch Out on that in the, on that yes, wall in the yeah. Punch Thank Out you. restaurant?" Punch yeah. Out Pizza was yes. great. Good story yes. about Punch Out Pizza. And, and, Glass Joe, and also having having the goat Mario voice actor be there in that in that, that was first name. fucking scene. In. It was nice. Did first he also play scene, the, dad? the dad? I was yeah. wondering if he played okay. it as well. That was cool. Yeah, this is no, the part of the film that yeah he plays he plays he plays a dad. I, I, I knew yeah. Charles Martinet. It was someone else that we would. I wish the whole part with Mario and Luigi's family went for longer. I loved it, and they should have yeah. casted the fuck out of them. I don't know who they had in there, but uh, get Danny DeVito. Yeah, okay. No, he's gonna he's gonna be Wario. He's gonna they be Wario. Okay, I'm gonna get to that question in a moment. But I want they when they have John Leguizamo in there as one of them. When yeah. they first <laughs> enter that room, and they say, "Ao." It reminded me so much, like hearing Charlie Day say that. I'm just thinking of Always Sunny. I, yeah. I, that had to have been a little pinch of it. There, there was there was another Always Sunny reference in there. I've completely blanked on what it was, but I really like the stuff that happens in Brooklyn, especially when they're running to go to their first job, and you see that yeah. Mario can do all this platforming. Um, and that that is World 1-1 one one recreated one one. Yeah. as well. And a lot of it, really the backdrop was like so Game cool. & Watch stuff. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Um, all right, before we start wrapping this up, I think we can clearly say we all loved it. Uh, yep. <laughs> unanimous, <laughs> unanimous opinion. Uh, unanimous. movie, five stars. <laughs> if you were to take, if you were to, on a, on a out of 10 scale in that story mode game, we don't do scores and stuff like that because they're shit. But if we were to do that and we were to even it out across the board... It would be a five because Broderick's hatred runs deep. No, 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 no. It's not disappointment. It's I'm yeah. it's I'm disappointed more than anything. It's like mm. it's, it's it's adequate in a lot of different ways, except where I think it matters most. Um, so I'd probably give it like two stars, which would be rotten on that scale we're talking about with Rotten Tomatoes. But it's like 
it's 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 just yeah it's right. it's fine before, at we, best. It's fi- it's, um, well, it's funny though because we, we we I think Brad said time to sort of like calm down, not calm down, but like <laughs> whoa, let, okay, hang on. We spoke to we spoke to him on Friday. We spoke to him on Friday, and he was uh, he said he was upset. I think by this movie at one point. <laughs> Oh, I, I, no, no, I was upset with the uh, the music stuff. The music stuff does oh, upset yeah. me. The fact that that okay. was that was cutting in there bananas and like, was insane. Yeah. And then cut, cutting all That's of them, yeah. like yeah, bringing Mr. Blue Sky when they actually had a theme written and recorded for that yeah. part, and they didn't also, use it. It's bullshit. Also, not crediting Grant Kirkhope for DK yeah. properly. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that so terrible. Before, that annoys me. We're starting to get a bit too worked up. Simon's getting very upset. He's tearing up. Okay, we're going to stop talking shit about Nintendo. Real quickly, fan cast, Waluigi, Wario, who are we thinking? Don't go with the easy one, not Danny DeVito. It's Danny DeVito, but it is. Waluigi, (laughs) Willem Dafoe. Uh, So, so, have you heard what what Jack Black wants? Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. I don't know. He wants Pedro Pascal to play Wario, and I'm like, yes. Yes. That's cool. That's a good shout. Okay. Like just get yeah. just get Charles Martinet to do Waluigi. And he's just like, that would actually be keeps, great. Yeah. keeps the voice one hundred percent, but yep. have Pedro Pascal as Wario. I like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, that works for me. I can't disagree with that. That's amazing. All right. Well, I think we've uh, we've ended on an agreement, which is the first <laughs> one we've we've had in this episode. Oh wait, no, you two like Dungeons and Dragons. We both good. very much like Dungeons and <laughs> yeah, Dragons. Yeah, a good, an actual good movie, yeah. If you cop that. Now, if you <laughs> want to hear more <laughs> hot, hot, hot takes, as I said before, we're on Spotify and iTunes. Search for the Story Mode Podcast. Leave us five stars while you're there. Also, look up the Dialogue Options Podcast, hosted by the lovely Karen and Joel. Uh, more video game-centric, but while you're there, of course, leave them five stars as well. Uh, you can keep up to date with all of uh, our our comings and goings uh, Facebook, mm. Twitter, Instagram <laughs> at StoryRootAUS you can also find us all individually on said platforms well some of us one of us pulled the ripcord and is better off for it um, have been, didn't get spoiled in succession today very happy with that decision hey. so hey. no no Twitter broad the, 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 the best of us um, <laughs> Neo has entered the real world I'm at Jesse Spanner Joel? I'm at Jolly Mac. Tyrant. I'm at Lemon Man X. And Simon. I'm at Sci41. Lads, it's been an honour. It's been a pleasure serving with you. <laughs> that was a hot, t- that was a hot episode. I like that one. Um, listeners at home, if, if you've got your hot takes in these films, come, come tell us. Come yell at us. Yell at Broderick. Yell at me. You can't yell at Brod, he's free. Oh, you can't. Yeah. Yell at Simon as a proxy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all complaints to Simon. Right. You need, I was, was going to say, yeah, you need, you need a standing one like you have for, um, for Keelan's. Oh, at Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, look what happened with that. Send Keelan now has a little power. JK, send them to at JK Rowling. There oh, we go. There you go. There's yes. Just, um, just let Elon Musk be Wario. <laughs> Uh, don't bring. Also, Sorry, can, you not, can you not bring up JK? I've already used my C bomb quota for the episode. Is <laughs> <laughs> the reason I, like I haven't though. And a- with that, we're gonna wrap up. God damn it! So I'm gonna have to edit that out. We don't do one. <laughs> Giving me more work, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna beat these out. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hope you had just fun. Them. Go play games. Go watch stuff. Go be nice to each other. We'll catch you next week. Bye. 
The 9-11 movie was called Remember Me, by the way.